Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Larry DeBoskin. He's a number one best-selling author, founder, musician, wizard, angel investor, futurist, as well as connector. Larry, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. I'm very honored and grateful to be here. So let's dive right in. I've never met a wizard before. I've met a best-selling author and a founder musician. <laughs> I've never met a wizard. So tell me what that word means to you and why you say you're a wizard. Well, my job is to take things that don't exist that are in the air, wave a little musical magic wand called the guitar or keyboard, and then voila, there's something that you actually have in existence. And that's because my job for the last 30 years has been a songwriter. And songwriting is more about almost being a antenna for energy and thoughts and feelings that are out in the public and you pull them down into the physical reality and, and it becomes your song by Elton John or, you know, uh, anything else that's, that people suddenly say, ah, that, that, that gives me meaning to my life, that gives me comfort or that makes me feel. And that's wizardry. I mean, that's classic wizardry. That is true. I actually am a former singer-songwriter. I've written hundreds of songs and I always tell people when they ask me, you literally use the air as your canvas and you paint melodies on it. And as you know, Larry, as a, as a wizard, I, I couldn't agree more. And it's one of the most powerful and profound things because it's a very gift. So when did you realize you had this gift, Larry, about being a, a wizard? Well, um, mostly not, you know, if you say you're a wizard, like really how good <laughs> are you? So it's just after being constantly told that year after year in different settings by different people that, you know, with a great amount of caution and humility, you, you put that jacket on and say, okay, you know, this kind of fits. So I may, I may put that in there. And, you know, you're a wizard too, Christopher, because you help people share their experience in a way that benefits others. And that's wizardry. You know, we're each here to serve the planet right now. It needs a lot of wizards. It needs a lot of angels. So each of us in our own way help people get their story out to tell their experience in a way that helps others. That's wizardry. So we're all doing that, whether we're conscious of it or not. That's awesome. One of the things that I always tell people if they want to be more successful is to really work with people that are very successful. So let's say I'm looking at your Wikipedia right now and Desmond Child, where people might not know, but he's one of the most prolific songwriters in the world. Now, granted, you work with a lot of people, but I'm curious, you are a wizard. And when you work with other people or write with them or collaborate with them, what do you feel you become or are better because of these individuals that you work with? Well, you know, um, I'm working right now with a guy named Tim Draper. And he's one of the most iconic and legendary venture capitalists in the world. He was one of the first investors in Hotmail, Skype, Tesla before Elon Musk, Coinbase, DocuSign. He has about $10 billion companies. And I'm helping him um, in a project, which is the theme for his school for startup founders. And what I love about and learn from him is just he really thinks outside the box. He really um, 
encourages and invests in people who some men call the crazy ones. You know, it's sort of like Steve Jobs in the early Apple ads. He said, you know, we are appealing to the outcasts, the crazy ones. And he positioned himself as the barbarian at the gates of IBM. And so that mentality coming from a very traditional finance thing is what eventually, as Steve Jobs said, dents the universe and changes the world. So I've learned to be um, of service to others, but I've also learned to really um, look forward into the future and, and think of things that don't exist and try to help people and, um, you know, and also have fun. Like, I also feel, I mean, people get really serious about being a public speaker and entrepreneur <laughs> anything. and then they get into this really uh, confined energy. And, and, you know, you saw a lot of music people that I've worked with over the years in, in that, you know, anything from the Beach Boys, I'm doing a new song for Al Jardine. He's one of the founding members there, rock and roll, uh, Hall of Famers, Grammy Lifetime recipients. If I'm not having fun, I'm not doing it because that flow of energy from fun really um, creates success. Now it's not always fun. There's a lot of like execution, which is grunt work, but I think there's a combination of really uh, coming into life, being of service, um, picking people who are better than you. Like Tim Draper is a hell of a lot better at me than like probably most everything in life, but we're teaching each other and having a blast as friends. And then there's some work involved. And also just, you know, having fun. It's, it's, it's the best of all worlds. That's awesome. So the whole flow and fun part, let's put a, a bookmark on that. But I want to just talk first about Tim Draper. I've met Tim before I actually shared the stage together at a conference in LA. He's such a genuine, honest, humble man. And for the listeners, if you do want to learn more about entrepreneurship, he does have a university up in the Bay Area. So great, great uh, reference point relative to entrepreneurship. Larry, yeah. and I'm curious, you're both a musician and a business person, and oftentimes when people talk about musician, it's like emotion, and then business, there is some level of rationale and logic because business is about money and about calculating things. So I'm curious, how did you make that, um, if it's a transition perhaps, or just that, that blend, because I meet a lot of musicians or artists that they don't really have a business side, and I mean business people that have the creative side, so you seem to have both, so I'm curious, how did you... Is that a natural thing for you or you learn to how to blend those things together? It was very hard one. It was like when you first go to the gym and you've never been before and every weight feels like it's a thousand pounds. So <laughs> I watched a lot of musicians just sort of really be good at hitting things with sticks as a drummer or, or you know, pounding on strings as a guitar player and saw that um, if their band broke up or if their deal was lost, like their life stopped. And so very early on, I realized, uh, and I teach this in my own NYU class to songwriters, that you kind of have to wear all hats. And if it's uncomfortable for you to self-promote, then you have to just feel the fear, take a deep breath and walk through the uncomfortableness anyway, because you, you have to get out there. And, and unfortunately, especially with the internet, with everyone being an influencer and wanting a little blue check mark next to their their, uh, you know, profile. Verified. I'm verified. Yeah, I'm verified. You have to have, you have to be able to, to do everything. You have to be able to promote yourself. You have to be able to be willing to um, find the right people and become part of that community and, and offer value. Um, you have to be able to step back and see what the world needs that you have that you can provide as a service that's either 
really innovative and groundbreaking or just less expensive, you know? And so it was a hard learned lesson to wear all these different hats as a business person, as a promoter, as a, you know, and then as a creator. Interesting. And the last question about the, the flow and fun, I mean, they've actually studied flow now in terms of the science of it. There's a guy named Stephen Colley who wrote a book called Superman, the rise of, I think about high performance, but for you, how do you feel we can all get into flow? I mean, you're a musician, you're a, you're, you're an artist, but you're also a business owner and an entrepreneur. What suggestions might you have for our listeners to, to understand how they can get in that flow or have fun in their, in their life? Um, you know, I do a lot of things on a personal level, like meditate and I practice yoga and, you know, for some people it's biking. I think that if you're taking care of yourself and doing some good things for yourself, that helps. Um, I also think that like working with difficult people is not going to lead to fun because <laughs> there's a thing in the book that I put out, Do What You Love Songwriting, where it's based on life principles. And one of my life principles is how good leads to better and bad leads to worse. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've seen this time and time again in, in situations with jobs and with relationships where you hope it gets better and it just keeps getting worse. Or you get on a roll and you're feeling like on top of the world and just things keep getting better and better until, you know, the moon shifts or the tide shifts or you mess it up in some way. So I try to work with people who I actually enjoy being around. And that really helps with the fun. And I also, I hate to say it, but life is so serious right now and so challenging and heartbreaking that I'm, I'm almost thinking like irony and parody is like so important. It's why people are looking at memes online. You know, it's like, we're kind of almost, almost like making fun of the seriousness of life right now is, is, a, is a coping mechanism, you know, and yeah. is, is a sane coping mechanism. So I, I think that just one of the things I learned long ago, and I know we have to wrap up, is that I used to look at the world, like people, things, jobs, as what can I get from it? And because of that, it was always like a dangling carrot just outside my reach. And one day I woke up and I looked at the world through like, what can I give to it? How can I add value? How can I help others? How can I be of service? What gifts do I have that people need? And I suddenly found myself really becoming valuable to others and being paid and having unexpected situations just come into my life that I couldn't have planned in a million years. And I, I'm having a, I, I have to tell you, I, I'm knocking on wood, but I'm having a great year, despite the economic downturn, despite the quarantine, I'm having a fantastic year. And it's just because of the accumulation of all of these habits and these learned habits. And so I think what you're doing, Christopher, is a great thing because you're helping so many people discover what they have that is of service to others and learning the tools to make it happen and get it out there. And that's, that's wizardry. So, you know, from one wizard to another, you're doing the good work. You're doing Larry, the good work, brother, you know? Oh, no, I appreciate it, Larry. Thank you so much for not just sharing your wisdom, but sharing your own process, whether relative to doing meditation or your own self-care, but also what you said, keep it simple. You meet people that are good to help you become better, but those that are bad, it gets worse. But those simple axioms and gems of wisdom is exactly why I love doing this podcast, Larry, because really they apply what you do and say, Larry, our guests will live a better life and we would live in a better world. So Larry, thanks so much for being on a podcast. How can our guests connect with you? 
um, they can just email me at today is the future, all one word, today is the future at Gmail. And I'm here to serve, I'm here to help. Operators are standing by, lines are open. And as well with you, all of you, what you're doing, I hope to be able to shout it out to, to all of my different people on my socials and tell people about you. Because we're all in this together, as the saying goes. Larry, thanks so much. Have a great day. You too. God bless you, my friend. Be well. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.